you're listening to live your best life podcast here it's all about empowering yourself and taking control of your life hi i'm shivani your host relationship and empowerment coach helping you live your best life great happy to be back with some more thoughts for you to reflect on so recently i read somewhere that an average human goes through 60 to 70000 thoughts in a single day even though i consider myself someone who is quite aware of my thoughts i really cannot account for 60000 of them and then that got me thinking what are these thoughts that are coming in my head that even i am not aware of how must they be impacting my actions what am i doing that i may not cognitively or consciously want to do now we know that our thoughts lead us into action almost every action that we do has a thought behind it it does not take much to think about that consciously some obviously are easy so i get up to get a bottle of water because i thought i am thirsty triggered obviously by physiology i sit down to relax with an episode of netflix because i feel i am fatigued or i think i have worked enough and i think it's time for a break because i deserve it i start intermittent fasting because it is a new fad and i think maybe this will help me lose the last few kilograms that i have been wanting to lose for some time and then some are tough why did i get angry at my son even when i know that screaming is not going to get me anywhere why do i still get perturbed by what other people say about my dress what makes me feel upset when someone does not show up for a pre scheduled appointment the answers to these lie in what i'd like to call invisible thoughts invisible thoughts are those the ones that you do have but you do not consciously acknowledge them these are thoughts that we are not so comfortable dealing with these are thoughts that we know will take us into an area of self discovery that is not going to be free from some discomfort and some pain when i get angry at my son i know there is a disappointment there for something he has not done or something he could do better it is my an inability to detach from him as a mother that leads me to get frustrated and then that opens a pandora's box for me if i explore further why someone's negative comment about my dress upsets me i may find myself lacking in confidence and i may not be willing to acknowledge it in myself yet avoiding these thoughts and not confronting them can sometimes have devastating results we may not understand this immediately but ask yourself about some of the things that you do that you do not like to do and yet you do them for me something like this is cooking and it has been cooking for a long time i always knew i did not like cooking 
right from the time when my mother used to force me to learn Indian cuisine. I used to say to her, I'm going to grow up and work and hire a cook for the cooking. I don't need to learn. Yet, I found myself calling up people to ask them how to make ladyfinger of all the things as a newlywed. And this despite the fact that no one ever asked me to start cooking. My invisible thought was seeded in my head by the environment I was born and brought up in. And I never questioned my action. I never asked myself, why am I cooking? It may not be cooking in your case. It may be something else. It could be working in the corporate office. And I'm sure that's true for a lot of men. To find what invisible thoughts lead you into doing things that you actually do not want to do, ask questions. And then when you ask questions, you understand why you did something. Sometimes you may still end up with the same results. You may still decide to continue what you are doing, cook or work or go to social gatherings you don't really like or network or be diplomatic with your colleagues or binge eat. But after you have asked the questions and reviewed your options, your choices and reasons for doing it, you feel better about them. You also are able to discard a victim stance about these actions because now you have consciously chosen to do these things and you know why. There are two tools that come to my mind that can be very handy in understanding invisible thoughts. The first one is what I call a thought diary. Now, obviously, you do not have to make 60,000 entries in a day, but you have to be cognizant of your thoughts and pen down whatever thought comes into your head when you think you have had a significant thought. Just being cognizant of your thoughts is a great way to start monitoring them. And then over time, you learn to control your thoughts because you're conscious of them. You can start to shun the negative and unhelpful thoughts and include more positive and helpful ones. The second tool is the why tool. For anything that you do and wish to explore further, go down to at least five levels of why. Obviously, you will spend this time on things that really matter to you. So some actions that I think that could merit this kind of questioning are why do I go to office? Why do I earn money? Why do I dress up the way I do? Why do I wear makeup? Why do I trek in the mountains? Why do listen to so and so? Why do I miss such and such person? Why do I feel depressed? Why do I keep telling my kids to study? And I'm sure you can come up with your own specific list. Now, the idea is not to ask this question once and settle for the answer. Like, why do you work? Obviously, to earn a living. The idea is to go down five levels, at least attempt to do so. So, let me give you an example. Why do you work? I work for the money. Why? What does money give you? It gives me independence. Why do you want that independence? 
it allows me to do the things I want to do without anyone asking me or questioning me. Why do you want no one to ask you? Because I fear that the things I want to do and the things I enjoy may not be very acceptable to the people around me. Now the exact number of whys is not fixed. But make sure to get to one level below the stage where you feel a bit of a struggle answering the why. That's your cue that you are reaching levels that you may not have visited before and areas that you are consciously avoiding. A great many transformations and happy ones can arise from such an understanding. I for one have decided I will not cook. So I have a cook, I make sure that we have leftovers for her day off or we order in or we go out. However, I'm not inflexible and I feel that I will cook if I totally cannot think of another solution or another way out. And I'm a much happier person when I do have to cook. Until next time then, thank you for listening in. Take a moment to write a review or send feedback on what you would like to hear on this podcast and see the description for more details.